Welcome to the Roundtable, the show that brings you the latest in the worlds of football, basketball, and gambling. Now, let's get to it. Here are your hosts, Brad Wakai and Tyson Gentry. Okay, welcome into the Roundtable, a little bonus episode for you. I'm Brad Wakai, that is Tyson Gentry. We want to just touch on the All-Star Weekend because, well, I think you probably have heard by now. Wasn't a great NBA All-Star game, and there's been a ton of chatter about it, so we wanted to give you guys our thoughts. Now, we have two interesting perspectives here because I watched the entire All-Star Weekend, and this is the first time I was able to watch everything, including the celebrity game, throughout uh, from start to finish, and I, normally I do not do that. And Tyson didn't watch um, the majority of it at all. So we have some interesting stuff. And this here. is the first time I've never – I normally right. am sitting down in front of the TV, but I'm I'm done. Dude. Yeah. And so it's two kind of interesting different thoughts here. So we're going to talk about what we thought overall. Tyson's caught up on the highlights. And then we're going to discuss, can we even fix the All-Star game? Is it fixable? So let's get into that now. And I'll hand it off to you because I, I was talking with you a little bit, but I want you to share your thoughts as somebody who didn't sit down and watch it. But I'm sure the social media buzz or, you know, the people talking about Mac McClung in a dunk contest, it made you kind of go find those highlights. Well, the the Mac stuff was great because this is like if you're a just a kid who grew up that is the same age as Brad and I, like this is this is your guy. Like everyone in the country, it seemed like that when we were in high school, uh, early years of college, it was like, holy shit, do you guys see this little 6'2 white kid uh, just getting up and throwing these things down in high school? Uh, and then you find out, right, that he's the best player in the history of his high school, which or in the state of Virginia, which is like Alan Iverson, those guys, right? Jason Williams, yep. he's better than those guys. Uh, bounces around in college a little bit, uh, gets to the league for just like a hot second, and then he's out and then they elevate him just for this. If Derek Jones Jr. can make an NBA career off of not winning the dunk contest, Mac McClung should be somebody's 15th man just for layup lines. <laughs> just some little excitement before the game. And I, and that was the question mark coming into this, right? Because the three-point contest has taken over. Like that's the most exciting part. Which is part a of the joke, weekend. man. It's a joke. It's awesome though. Like it's it really is cool though. That like, shouldn't like, be the I most exciting it. It event. Be. No. Right. But it's great, and it's consistent, and, and you don't really need to do much because these guys are just such great shooters. I mean, when Halliburton was going for 31 in the first round, I mean, that was electric. And it was like one of those things. We knew there was going to be pops. We thought maybe it would have been Lillard. Heald could get hot. There was going to be somebody who took it over, and it just how it happened to be Halliburton in, in round one, and then eventually Lillard won it. But, you know, the, the, the three-point contest is consistent, right? It's awesome. We get to watch these guys bomb it. But McClung was electric. Like, there's nothing like dunking and dunking cool. And that building was completely turned up during that. And it was great that the dunk contest was finally back. Here's the thing, dude. The three-point contest is like Applebee's, where it's probably never – it's never going to be the best meal you've had. But, like, you know what you're getting. When you sit down, you're like, okay, like, I, I get this. I'm going to give myself a couple of dollar margs and we'll see where the night goes. Uh, but the dunk contest is like – it's like Cheesecake Factory, where sometimes you're food poisoned, right, when you leave that place. And sometimes you're like, oh, my God, that was amazing. And that's what we got this year, right? We, we got a good meal. That's all it was. Uh, and then next year it's going to suck because, like, no high-level star wants to compete in this, and we're not saying anything that's breaking news. Uh, but the other part is, like, at what point does it become not boring, but, like, 
we're so desensitized to these insane things that these people do because we see them all over Instagram by other people that uh, aren't in the NBA right? that do all these crazy dunks. And then it's like, holy shit, you see what what's his name? Jordan Klingon or something like yeah. that. He's the, he's the ponytail guy that can do all this crazy stuff. Uh, and when he's doing that on your phone, I don't really need to see Jericho Sims put his elbow in the rim. It's like, you're seven feet tall. That's what we expect. Uh, so I think Mac kind of got lightning in a bottle here. Uh, mm. With, with this field and the way uh, he's able to kind of – like he does stuff that genuine like full-time dunkers on Instagram, like stuff they can't do. Oh, yeah. So that's why I think that was great. But the best dunkers in the league aren't the superstars. And right. that is what people don't get. Like you don't – you say you want Zion in the dunk contest. Zion's not going to do anything in the dunk contest that like makes you blow your like, – doesn't blow your mind. He's going to do the stuff he does in warm-ups. We see it uh, 20 times a year when he plays. It's like we're not – the best dunkers in the league are the 14th guy off the bench. That's how they got to the NBA. <laughs> they never had to learn anything else. So all they can do is dunk on people, and you don't have the star power that way. And then no stars want to compete uh, in the event because they're scared they're going to get hurt. It's a catch-22, but it's one uh, that the NBA kind of put itself in. Well, I don't know. I think that's the play. I mean, it's the players, right? I mean, if you look at the best, like Vince Carter, a great player, Jordan, obviously, Dominique was top, Drexler, like Julius Irving, Kobe did it. Like, there's been great players through the lineage of this event who have competed and, and won the won it. And then LeBron was like the first star. I was like, no. And this isn't like an anti LeBron thing, but there, there's no doubt that LeBron was like the first one who's like, no, I don't want to do it. And then people always said, well, he has too much to lose to it. Like, fuck that, dude. Like, you're a competitor. <laughs> Go out and do it. Like, who gives a shit? And it's like, Morant, oh, I don't want to do it. Why? Oh, I need a billion likes to do it. Like, dude, who do you think you are? You're, you're a third play, you're a third year player in the NBA. And these guys, like, Reggie is like begging him to do it because he does a 360. Like, man, whoa, Morant. I'm like, dude, anybody of these guys can do it. Like, Levine was a great dunker. Like, that Levine and Aaron Gordon was like the last great one, maybe the best one in the history of the league. Those guys are dunkers. Like, Nobody wanted to trade for Levine. Like Aaron Gordon, when he went to the Nuggets, and this is to your point, did anybody like, man, the Nuggets are awesome now. It was like he's played himself into that. But I agree with you. It's like it sucks that the stars don't want to do it. And like even if like a Zion Williamson and a Morant loses to a Mac McClung, it's still way cooler that he's that those guys did it and lost and Trey Murphy and Jericho Sims losing to McClung. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I think the way to fix the uh dunk contest to get people interested and it's it'll never happen ever uh but you put the best shot blockers in the league under the hoop and we we stopped doing 360s in between the leg because when you're on a breakaway and you go between the legs in the nba you don't go viral you go viral for punching something home on clint capella like that that's what people want to see. Those are the ones that get us up. Nobody's ever gonna sign up for that, especially the bigs, yeah. because then it's like, well shit. Like I'm, I'm just gonna get murdered things. all night. Right. Uh but that's that's like the only way uh I can see it outside of stars joining the event that's gonna get people genuinely interested. Because in a year, people are gonna go, Mac McClung won the dunk contest. I don't <laughs> think that was like something that's gonna stand the test of time. It was really cool in the moment. Uh, but I think by the end of the week, we'll be like, did you see what Kyrie said? Mm. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, right? Because the NBA is such a soap opera. There's always storylines and things. Before we move into the All-Star game itself, like I just want to give my quick thoughts because I watched this whole thing. I thought the celebrity game was great, and normally I'm not interested in that stuff, but I thought they did a, a really good job of 
getting people who actually knew how to play the game a bit. Like I thought that was good. I thought they put on a pedestal very well with Wade and um, his majority owner or governor or whatever they're called now in the NBA. Um, them petting themselves against each other. You could see them being competitive. They actually had to compete and shoot. Wade is still a brick from three, unfortunately, in his retirement <laughs> years. Like the owner, some tech guru, like outshot him. I was like, come on, man. Like this is embarrassing. But that was great. And the Miz almost hit a half court shot to win the four point shot at the buzzer that had to get waved <laughs> off. Like Giannis is running around going nuts. Like it was great. And then you went to the Rising Stars game and you never really know what you're going to get with that. Those dudes gave a shit. Like, and I was nervous. I'm like, man, if the celebrity game is going to be the best event on Friday night, we got a problem. But no. They they cared like these dudes were guarding, they were defending, which was awesome to see. Um, and then Saturday, I thought was was kind of a little clunky with the with the um, skills challenge, but I, it was still pretty fun. I mean, I think if they did the relay at the end, it would have been better than doing the shooting at the end. But you know, that's an NBA decision to maybe fix it up a little bit. But um, three point contest, like you said, it's Applebee's consistent. We knew what you're going to get, and then we had a banger at cheesesteak fact or a cheesecake factory. <laughs> With the dunk contest. So it all set up perfectly. Saturday or Sunday night, the all-star event, baby. We got the live draft on TV. Woo! This is going to make it more competitive. People are going to be going at each other. And Tyson, it fucking sucked. Like, it was horrible. Like, no interest at all. Like, it was cool. And they started making threes, like Tatum and Mitchell. But I remember in the past, even when people weren't playing defense, like, there was, like, cool stuff going on. There was legitimately <laughs> nothing cool about this game. Well, it's like a switch. I want to say maybe four years ago, uh, it became like strictly three-point centric in the game because uh, it used to be, you're right, like it was alley-oops and we were going to see how many times we could hot potato this thing in the air and it was yeah. uh, fun stuff. And then we get the occasional uh, Dwayne Wade foul or Dwayne Wade Kobe situation uh, or a couple years ago um, when it was Team LeBron. Uh, and that was the game where – it was pretty close. LeBron had to come down and hit a game winner, mm-hmm. uh, but they were guarding and they were after each other. And that last five minutes made up for the previous uh, 43, but the, the rest of the game sucked. And then since then it's been like, we don't actually want to be here. Let's just take shooting practice. And all these people are going to watch anyways. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. I was going back and forth on tuning into this game. I checked into the box score like middle of the second quarter, and I want to say they had already combined to shoot like 30 or 43s. <laughs> and I just decided I didn't want to put it on because honestly, like that's not a representation of the NBA. And everyone wants to talk about how, oh, they only shoot threes now and stuff. It's like that's not how every team plays. That's just not how they play basketball. And so when you watch the All-Star game, it's like this is, looks nothing like the thing that we just saw a week ago. And that's the most disappointing thing. And, like, they, they try to change up with the Elam ending. So you had the set target score you have to get to after the first three quarters. And in theory, you know, that makes you play a little bit harder in the fourth quarter. The problem was Team Giannis just bombing threes from the, from in the third quarter, and Team LeBron didn't care enough to, like, cut it to a deficit that was actually attainable. And so then Team Giannis is like, well, we're not going to try. We'll just keep bombing threes. And then they just kept – like, it was bad. It was hard to watch, like. I don't know. And so let's move into this. I mean, can the all-star game be fixed? And that's what people are trying to figure out right now. Can the actual event with the biggest stars in the sport, can it be fixed to where they're either competing or that it's cool? I don't know if it is, Tyson, because there's not a monetary sum that you can motivate these guys with. They make way too much money, whether it's from their contract or their shoe deals. Like, they just want to go out there 
have the pageantry, get a little cardio session in. I mean, that's what Lucas said when he was mic'd up. Like, is there any way, in your opinion, that this game can be fixed? No. No, this is way too far gone. It's been too far gone for a little while. Um, and you can kick around as many ideas as you want. Like the one-on-one competition that went, went around the internet like maybe three years ago, that'd be super cool, but they're not going to line up. Because another little fun fact for you out there, your superstars aren't the best one-on-one players in the game, <laughs> right? Like what, nobody's tuning in to watch Spencer Dinwiddie take fourth in, in the one-on-one contest, you know? Three-on-three would be super cool. How do you split that up? How do you ensure that they try – and to be honest with you, Brad, the monetary thing is the thing that makes the most sense to bring this back to being interesting. But I'm sick of it. I'm sick of these dudes winning at every turn with the NBA. The NBA has let the athlete walk all over them, uh, which is good for the athlete. It's bad for us at home as far as viewing and not saying that we're not happy uh, with player empowerment and all that stuff. But they decide they aren't going to play 20 out of the 82 games during the year for load management for rest. Then they decide they want to be traded whenever to whoever. Um, and they basically uh, force these organizations hands over and over again. And so to hijack the NBA all-star game to me just feels like that should be in the CBA. It's like, okay, we've given you guys everything. Just give a shit for 48 minutes, please. <laughs> like we need this. There's no way to fix it. Like, I, what are you going to promise them a million bucks each? Like that sounds awesome. That's not, that's not enough. No, the only person like really getting excited about it this weekend, like Lowry Markman, would have been pumped. Right, that's a good point. And he did. Yeah, I, it's just the monetary is not going to work. I, the only way that I can see this, and it's like, how does that even happen? Is if the players themselves actually start to give a shit. And you heard Jalen Brown. Well, that's not how basketball should be played. Then, dude, go out there and compete. Like, get your team to play. And it's like. I get it. If you're in like the minority of team of players on your team who's not going to be playing hard, then it sucks. And I think Jalen Brown, it seemed like he was took it seriously. There's always a few guys who take it seriously, but then there's the people like Luka Jokic. They don't care. And Bede always is going to go out there and try to score points. That's just how he is. Like if Giannis was playing, he'd do the same. But when you have the majority of guys kind of looking around, like, all right, are we we taking this thing seriously? Are we just going out there and doing cardio? That's what you're going to get. It was a cardio session. Then run up and down, chucking threes, practice session, like you said, and let's get out of here and, and you know, kind of shake everybody's hands and we'll, uh, we'll go on our vacation until we play on Thursday. Like That's what it was. It's in the NBA wants to put a midseason tournament in amongst all the teams. I don't um, like that idea very much. I think it sounds cool on paper. I, a lot of people are like, well, that's what soccer does. But soccer has, first of all, a million different leagues. A whole bunch of people and teams eligible for promotions, demotions, relegations, um, all that stuff. So it's like, okay, the Wizards show up to your preseason or your midseason tournament. Why? (laughs) Nobody's tuning in. Like, nobody's going to tune in because nobody tunes in when they play the Hawks on Tuesday. Nobody's going to tune in on Sunday of All Star weekend to watch that. The NBA is in an impossible situation here. Um, And to be honest, that's like, the Pro Bowl sucks. The MLB, yeah. MLB All-Star game is getting to the point where uh, it's the best one probably, but it's like the best pitchers in the world pitch an inning. Uh, a hitter might get in at bat. And so the All-Star game era in professional sports is pretty much just dead. Yeah, I, I will say I watched a little bit of the NHL this season. It was pretty cool. So they, they do had, it better. They do a good job. They did a good job. And so what they do, they did three on three. 
but of their different divisions. So you have two divisions in each conference and then you match up the team and you have different ice changes and things like that. So maybe you do that where you can draft out of your respective divisions, the all-star, but I don't even know if that's even possible. Or maybe you take the West and you played an Elam ending and kind of make a little tournament like they did for the rising stars, but I'm not sure if that works either. So Listen, people are going to be trying to figure this out. I don't. The problem is here too, Tyson. I know we're going a little long here for what we plan to do, but does the NBA even give a shit? No. Or they just like you're going to watch anyway, and we just want the players to be happy. They want to. They want to act fake outrage after this happens, and then after it happens next year, they'll be like, "We got to do something," and it's going to result in them putting a four point shot in the NBA All Star game because that's what they do in the NBA. They overreact to the wrong things. And they're going to make it worse. And then we're going to get 64 point attempts in 2026. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't want to be, we don't want to sound too cynical on this thing, but the NBA players in these, in these events have not given us any reason why we should have faith. I mean, it's been a steady decline. And yeah, the first Elam and then you like when LeBron hit the game winner, it was like, this is great. And the players like, awesome. We don't care anymore. That was fun for one year. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's impossible, man. It's impossible. All right. Well, that's going to do it. We just want to give our all-star thoughts. Yeah, good weekend overall, I thought. And then the, the stars just laid an egg, which was unfortunate. Um, like, subscribe, and share the show. Follow us on our social media pages. We really appreciate you watching us. We have a ton of content out coming soon. So we'll talk to you guys later this week. Peace. Thanks for listening to The Roundtable. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, please rate and review so others find out about the show. We'll catch you on the next episode of The Roundtable.